Hi friends, welcome to season two, episode four of In the Midst podcast with Brooklyn. To kick off our time today, I wanted us to start with a spiritual practice of breathing. If you've never done this before, don't worry, I'll guide you through it. But wherever you find yourself today, whether you're driving in the car or cleaning up around the house, maybe you're in the shower, I just want you to begin to take a few deep breaths in and then slowly let them out. And take notice if you're carrying tension anywhere in your body, maybe like your shoulders or your neck or your back. And as you notice where you're carrying that tension, begin to try and release it. As you seek to release that tension, I want you to begin to acknowledge that God is in our midst. He is here with us right now, friend. He is ready to speak to you, pour out onto you. He's ready to lead you to whatever it is that he has for you today. So take a few more deep breaths in and out as the music plays, focusing on God, your God in your midst. Have you ever come to a dead end, maybe literally or maybe figuratively, but have you ever come to a place where you've looked at your situation from all angles and there just seems to be no way through? While many of us have probably heard the story of the parting of the Red Sea in the book of Exodus in our Bibles, I wanted to give us a little refresher and a little recap of what happened as a way of sort of framing in our time today to give us some context. So many years ago, there were a group of people called the Israelites. They had been in slavery under Egyptian rule for over 400 years. 400 years. And then one day, God gives a call. He tells a man named Moses that he wants to lead these people, his people, the Israelite people, out of slavery through Moses. After a little bit of arguing, Moses agrees, and the day finally comes for God's people to leave Egypt. While the Israelites were obediently and courageously following Moses out of Egypt, literally walking out of Egypt, Pharaoh, the Israelites' longtime slave driver, changes his mind about allowing the Israelites to leave, and he sends chariots of his army after them. And this chase ensues. The Egyptians begin to gain ground on the Israelites, and the Israelites, fleeing for their lives and freedom, come up to the shore of this large body of water, the body of water called the Red Sea, and they're stuck. They have no place to go, no place to turn, and no way through. They are at a dead end, literally. Is there anything in your life right now that feels like a dead end? Are you at a place or in some sort of situation that seems as if there is no clear way out or no clear way through? Do you feel stuck, maybe powerless to do anything about your situation? Maybe you feel like there's danger or difficulty closing in behind you. Spend some time thinking about your life and then just name to God any sort of dead end that you might be facing today.
Well, I want us to look back at those Israelites. What did they do? What did they do when they came up to that dead end, to the shore of the Red Sea? Did the slave drivers and chariots eventually catch up to them? Did they return back to slavery? Did the Egyptians kill them right there on the shore of the sea? Did the Israelites start jumping into the water, attempting to swim their way to freedom? What did they do? Well, let's read what happened. Starting in Exodus chapter 14, verse 10, it says this, As Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up, and there were the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Verse 13, Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Let me just repeat that once more. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. I want you to take some time now and let those last words of comfort and truth wash over you. Friend, in whatever dead-end place you find yourself in today, wherever you think there is no way through or no way out, I want you to hear these words spoken over you. Do not be afraid. Stand firm, and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And if it helps, as you let these words of comfort wash over you, try and repeat them to yourself. The Lord will fight for me. The Lord will fight for me. I need only to be still. And then ask the Holy Spirit to write them on your heart, soul, and mind today that they would be like a record going through your mind over and over again. to get a little more practical. Let's take special notice of the words Moses uses here. He tells the Israelites to be still. Do you know what the hardest thing to do in the midst of a crisis is? What do you think? To be still. Fear tells us to retreat, run away from the crisis. Impatience tells us to do something now, act, fix, busy yourself to try and do our way out of the crisis. Yet, What we hear Moses say here, and ultimately what God is commanding us in the midst of our crisis to do, is to be still. What would it look like for you to be still as the Lord fights for you today and in this season? Is he asking you to surrender control? Maybe he's asking you to surrender worry. 
Is he asking you to just stop? Stop making all the plans. Stop arranging all the details. Stop trying to force an outcome. Does he want to bring you to a deeper place of trust in him as you wait for him to fight for you on your own Red Sea shore? I want you to spend some time and think about what it practically looks like for you to be still while he fights for you. What is he asking you to stop doing? And if you're unsure, ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. He's there to guide us and to speak to us. So ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. And then listen. So how does the Lord fight for the Israelite people? What ends up happening? I want us to continue reading in Exodus chapter 14, and we're going to start in verse 16. Then the Lord said to Moses, raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. Then verse 21 Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left. Friend, picture this with me. Close your eyes if you can, and imagine giant, massive walls of seawater on your right and on your left. Imagine seeing completely dry ground underneath your feet. Can you even picture what this scene must have been like? Let's keep reading. Verse 23, the Egyptians pursued them and all Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and cloud at the Egyptian army and he threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of their chariots so that they had difficulty driving. And the Egyptians said, let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. And you guys, let's not miss this. Because look here, from the mouths of the Egyptians, the enemy of God's people, God's promise is confirmed. Moses said back a few verses that the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And then here, the Egyptians acknowledge the very same thing, that the Lord is fighting for the Israelite people. Let's read on. Verse 26, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea, so that the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and at daybreak the sea went back to its place. The Egyptians were fleeing toward it, and the Lord swept them into the sea. The water flowed back and covered the chariots and horsemen, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not one of them survived. Verse 29, But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground. 
with a wall of water on their right and on their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians. So what was the result of the Israelites' dead end? What happened after they came up to the shore of the Red Sea and it looked as if there was no way through or no way out? God supernaturally made a way. You guys, the truth is, God is in the business of making a way when there seems to be no way. With God, there are no dead ends. He always has a way through or a way out. Spend some time now thinking about this situation with the Israelites and meditating on God making a way through for the Israelites when there was no natural way through. Could it be that God will do the same for you? When it comes to the dead end you are facing today, while you may not see a natural way through, could God reveal to you a way through or could he supernaturally make a way through for you? Think about that option now in light of what God did for the Israelites. You know, it's interesting. Oftentimes, the only thing that's required of us when God is making a way through is for us to trust that He will do what He says He will do. We just have to believe Him for it and then walk through the way He provides when it happens. Is there anything that keeps you from trusting and believing God to do the same for you that He did for the Israelites? Is there any sort of fear that keeps you from holding fast to this truth? Just be honest and talk to God about those fears and doubts now. To close out our time today, I want to invite you to spend some time in prayer asking God to reveal a way through or to supernaturally make a way through for you in whatever dead end you are facing today. And if you need to, also ask Him to help you trust Him and believe Him to make a way for you. Verse 29, But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and on their left. That day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians. Take some time now in prayer and talk with God.
Thanks for listening to In the Midst podcast, friends. If you'd like more information about the Glam Ministry, you can check us out online at godlovesallofme.org or catch up with us on Instagram at username godlovesallofme, all lowercase, all one word. The music provided in each episode was created by Allie Allen, and you can check her out on Instagram too at username A-L-Y dot A-L-L-E-N. And if you'd like to leave a review or rate this podcast, I would be so grateful. Your reviews and ratings really help make this podcast easier to find for those people who are in need of encountering God in their midst. Until next time, friends.